0: Welcome to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast with fraud expert Skip Myers. This is your guide to fighting fraud and chargebacks. Learn the best fraud prevention solutions and strategies, how to enhance your fraud prevention team, and how to prosecute criminals. Now, here's your host, Skip Myers. Hello everyone. Welcome to Runa Bad Guys Day Radio. Hey, I'm Skip Myers. Hey, welcome to the show. Glad to have you this week. Wow. What, what a crazy week it's been so far. i got a lot of great news to report for you. But first off, I'd like to let you know that this episode is sponsored by NordVPN. That's Nord Virtual Private Network Services, a company that takes your privacy seriously. You can have access to 5,238 servers worldwide. Wow, that's one of the most that's out there right now. There's a no logs policy by them, so they don't keep any of your records or any search uh, logs that you may have while you're on the Internet. And you could connect six devices at the same time. And right now there's a 30 day money back guarantee through NordVPN. So right now, their most popular plan is a three year plan for $299 per month. That's right. Most popular plan right now is only $299 per month on the three-year plan. Don't wait, this deal will not last long. This is a great deal from NordVPN. Thank you, NordVPN. Anyway, wow, what a one crazy week it's been. And you probably saw the podcast title, Hacked. My identity's been stolen and yes, it has been. And we'll get to that here in a second. But you know, this is just a couple days after the holidays. And while my wife and I were out shopping around, we were at a local store and in the toy section of the store, this couple was asking this salesperson about Barbie dolls and all, they really didn't know too much about Barbie dolls and the Barbie doll collection. And apparently they're trying to buy for their niece. And so they're asking the salesperson about, you know, what's the deal with all these Barbie dolls, all the Barbie doll collections? And salesperson was really nice. He says, well, we got this airplane Barbie doll collection where the Barbie is like a flight attendant and it comes with this airplane and she's dressed nicely and flight attendant. Uniforms and so on, so forth, and that's about thirty-nine ninety-five. And you can also get the the sports car Barbie. Oh, well, what that? What's that about? Well, for fifty-nine ninety-nine, you can get Barbie, and she's got a Corvette that she can sit in and drive around and look really cool. And then the couple said, "What's this?" Barbie doll thing over here, this collection, it's like $250. And the sales guy says, well, that's the divorce Barbie collection. And the couple says, what do you mean the divorce Barbie collection? And they, he said, well, for $250, you get Barbie, but you also get Barbie in Ken's 401k plan, Ken's sports car, and Ken's house. So <laughs> we thought that was sort of funny. But anyway, well, what a crazy week it's been, again, and the fraud business. I won't let you down about stupid criminals. They're out there again and this time it's international credit card skimming which has occurred in Cheatham County, Tennessee as reported by WKRN.com in Cheatham County, Tennessee. Well Cheatham County deputies apparently intercepted three men they say have been stealing tens of thousands of dollars from unsuspecting people in Middle Tennessee. The investigators say the crime spree has ties to international retail crime. Wow, we've been hearing a lot of that lately. And two, the suspects are foreign national, both from Romania. One of the suspects initially claimed to be from the Czech Republic and had fake IDs to support that. We're seeing a lot and a lot more bad guys coming over here from other countries with counterfeit IDs. That's it's really uh, amazing how this continues to go on. When questioned by detectives, the suspects confess, saying they came to America for the express purpose of stealing money from Americans because they say it's a victimless crime. In their mind, they said banks never really worry about it. They just cover the loss. The bus went down just about a week ago when Cheatham County Deputy Paul Ivey pulled over a Chevy Trailblazer in Kingston Springs. Apparently at that time, the men were in the the vehicle and when asked by the deputy what's going on, the men said they're foreign nationals from Romania. Investigators said that one of them uh, is from Romania is actually the brains of the operation and he had a fake ID though from the Czech Republic. So this guy didn't speak a whole lot of English, apparently, maybe he was just, you know, playing that game. But during the traffic stop, the police uh, started to search the vehicle and yielded components of an international credit card skimming operation, including passports, Romanian currency, airplane tickets, fake IDs, and close to $6,000 that investigators say was stolen cash. So this is very interesting. So these guys were busted linked to an international crime gang uh, involving alleged skimmers uh, who apparently admitted to authorities they'd look for debit cards rather than credit cards. They, they'd rather have those. Plus, they told investigators that the chip readers are harder to crack than the credit card sliders or the magnetic stripes. And we've talked about that before. The Achilles heel of the pin pad at retailers is still that magnetic strip. And the bad guys know that they can't really do anything with that EMV chip. They can still encode that magnetic trip with your stolen information. And so apparently that happened to me uh, here recently. So a couple of days ago, I'm out to dinner with my wife and my phone rings and my Haya caller ID picks up the call and it says it's from Lifelock. And so I answer the call and I've never got a call from Life LifeLock since I've uh, started with their service about a year ago. And I started with their service about a year ago. Guess when the card. You're probably right. Yes, it's the Equifax data breach from last September 2017 when I decided I should probably go a little bit further protecting myself from the bad guys. So anyway, LifeLock calls me a couple nights ago. I'm out to dinner with my wife and it's, re, it's a recording. It's pretty much asking me if I'm familiar with an account that is being open. And I won't say the name of this retailer, but it's a large chain of women apparel retailers across the United States. And apparently somebody that day was attempting to open up a credit line with this women's retailer. Now they didn't know what what branch it was. They didn't have any suspect information, but it, it pretty much went like this. If, if you initiated the activity, say, yes, this was me. And then they'll send me some sort of email confirmation. And then the automated call said, if you did not initiate the activity, say, no, this was not me. And that's what I said, of course. And then when I got home later that night, I checked my personal email. And in my email box was pretty much an email of the same conversation I had with the robocall from uh, LifeLock. It pretty much said this email is from the LifeLock member services team. We detected your personal information being used in our network. And the alert type is a new application credit card transaction. It lists the company where the transaction was taking place and it was occurring at 3.03 PM, just about an hour or so before I received the call from LifeLock. Very interesting. So somebody has my identity. I ended up calling up LifeLock at their 800 number and actually spoke to a representative there who pretty much gave me the same information that was already given to me via the recording call and the email but they did verify that my social security number was used to obtain a credit line or probably what it sounds like to me a private label card with this women's apparel retail chain uh, and it was denied apparently because what i did immediately i went to my Accounts and my credit monitoring service, which I use through uh, Credit Karma, and I noticed that there was no new. Credit applications or, or or retailers looking at my credit, so something must have worked. So this is this is very interesting. This is a dynamic situation. It's is still continuing. I'm still waiting for some more information because I really want to know where this location is, and we'll get more onto that because they probably, in my mind, I and mean, you're probably thinking this too, they they're messing with the wrong guy. <laughs> so bad guys don't think like that, do they? So anyway, so. Here, here's some steps that that I took a year ago when Equifax was breached last September 2017 are actually paying dividends right now and that are protecting my my credit and protecting my identity to a point. So what I did a year ago, I started documenting all the phone calls and all the contacts that I were making with these different companies, trying to figure out what, what's gonna work best for me and and decide, do I want an identity theft monitoring service? You know, Do I want a credit monitoring service? So I, I figured I, I'll try LifeLock. And so I, I signed up for their middle program, which is, which is pretty good. And uh, it's low cost, uh, occasionally get emails. Uh, and obviously I get the, the phone call when there's an alert, which just occurred. And what I also did, I opened up a credit monitoring account with Credit Karma. And so with Credit Karma, what that does is allow me to go into my account with Credit Karma anytime and look at my credit report for free. And some people say, you know, you, if you do that, you really don't need an identity theft monitor, monitoring service like LifeLock. Because if you decide to go in and check your credit periodically anyway, why do you really need an identity theft monitoring service? So I sort of disagree with that. We all lead very busy lives. Uh, It's kind of hard to always figure out, okay, maybe once a quarter, I should go in and check my credit. You know, that's very difficult to stay on that routine. If you can do that, that's great. But in this case, LifeLock contacted me and then that preceded a chain of events, which allowed me to start going into Credit Karma and looking at my credit accounts. And then, start going into the actual three credit bureaus and calling them and see if they saw any activity. So you're probably asking me, well, what, how come nothing happened? Well, a year ago after the Equifax data breach in September, 2017, not only did I open up a LifeLock identity theft monitoring account with them, open up the Credit Karma, credit monitoring account so i could look at my credit report and but what i did too is that i contacted all three credit bureaus and i froze my credit with each credit bureau so in that case it's basically what happens is that uh, i receive a pin from each of the credit bureaus and over the phone and by the mail and these pins you got to keep in a safe place because you need to use them uh, at, at another time you'll be required at, at a later time if you want to what they call thaw or refreeze your credit, your your credit. So the cost of freeze or thaw your credit varies by every state, but generally runs uh, from free to just a few dollars from, for each credit bureau. So this is, this is a small price to pay because this is probably what really stopped the bad guys from, from obtaining credit at this apparel store so what you should also do is contact you know the institutions where you see the fraudulent activity in this case if the bad guys got through I would have seen a line item on my credit report showing a suspicious account that was open at this women's apparel store so you would you would contact them immediately and then you would continue to contact again the, at that point if you see the suspicious activity go back to the credit bureaus and listen uh, issue a fraud alert on each suspicious activity so you notify each credit bureau of any activity or personal information that you don't recognize on your credit report. So it's recommended to do this before the credit reports arrive in order to limit any further damage to your credit because that's going to affect your credit because you're probably not going to pay that bill. Obviously, the bad guy isn't going to pay that bill either. So follow up with any additional information or activities that you may receive from places like your LifeLock account or the police in this case, if you did file a police report. So right now everyone's probably asking, okay, Skip, did you follow a police report yet? I have not because right now, I do not know where the crime was committed now I know it was at this name brand women's apparel retailer somewhere in the United States LifeLock is working with that retailer right now to get me that information so I can file a police report so I have not been able to do that yet it is in the middle of the holidays so there's a lot going on but believe me I will do that now one other thing that uh, you should do too I have not done this yet because I'm gonna file a police report first but you really should if this happens to you call the Social Security Administration's Fraud Alert Hotline because they need to know when your identity has been compromised, especially if your social security number has been used without your permission. In this case, as, as part of an identity theft scheme, the social security administration's fraud alert hotline is 1-800-269-0271. That's one 800 269 0271 that's very important you report anytime that your source social security number has been used without your permission to obtain credit and also you can contact the Federal Trade Commission uh, that keeps a database of all identity thefts at 877-FTC-HELP and that is 877-FTC-HELP and I'll put this information in the podcast notes so you guys can have that and and just to let you guys know as well after you completed that you should probably also contact your banks and any credit card companies, any financial institution too, to let them know there's, that there has been suspicious activity reported to you where someone unknown, to you is using your identity and social security number to obtain credit. So the the banks and credit cards will put a fraud alert in your file too, to help protect you. Now, what's really important is that you follow up with each one of these institutions. Every one of these line items that we just spoke about, I'm gonna list in the podcast notes. But what's really important is that you continually follow up and see what the status is. So for me, I gotta follow up with LifeLock. I'm gonna follow up with Credit Karma too. I'm gonna follow up with my, three credit bureaus that have my credit frozen right now to make sure it is still frozen you know I don't want any any funding business I do not want any surprises I'm going to follow with lifelock once again so I can figure out with the retailer that had these bad guys in their store trying to obtain credit under my personal information I'm going to follow with them too so I can follow up with the police department in that local jurisdiction to make a a police report because I wanna see who these people are and I wanna share that information with you because it's very important. Strangely enough, I've been in the fraud business as a lot of you know, for over 30 years, never had my identity stolen to this degree. I've had credit card numbers stolen more than once, probably two or three times, never had my identity where my social security number has been used to obtain credit, which is very interesting. So there's two things that are our reality today, folks. Uh, The reality is, is that companies, big companies, It is a matter of time. It's not if it's when they're going to have a huge data breach. And when that data breach comes one day, your personal information, no matter what you do personally, no matter what you do to protect yourself, that information, Once a big company gets uh, data breached, your information's out there to to the criminal community to do whatever they want with it. It is incumbent upon us to do something now, right now, to stop that from happening on a personal level. I can't help the big companies like Equifax that were breached in 2017, or Marriott, which was recently breached, but I can do things to to protect myself. I know that another company in a matter of weeks or a matter of months is gonna be reported of another big data breach, but it's something that we can do And it's within our control and power that we can protect ourselves from bad guys that breach into large companies. So do something to protect yourself, do something proactive so that the bad guys don't get a step ahead of you, but just know that the reality today is, your identity will eventually get compromised through a data breach. The reality is, is that you need to do everything in your power to protect yourself and protect your, your financial situation at all costs. Just remember these steps that we went over today. And thank you very much everybody for coming to the show. This has been a short intro into my life of being hacked. My identity has been stolen. Quick steps about what to do. We're gonna keep talking about this on an ongoing basis. It's, a, it's gonna be a dynamic situation ongoing. I'm gonna keep you a with every situation that is occurring with the police with the investigators at life lock the fraud investigators at this retailer where the bad guys went to obtain credit you know with my identity you will be the first to know when something happens please go back and and look at and what you have done to set things in place to protect your identity and protect yourself from the bad guys hope you everybody have a great day thank you for joining the show be sure to follow us at ruin a bad guys day on Twitter at Ruin a Bad Guys Day on Facebook. We're on YouTube right now. Right now, we're we're looking for sponsors, including uh, a great sponsor with NordVPN services. Please take a look at that. The link to their website and special right now will be at the bottom of the podcast notes. And I hope everyone had a great holiday. And we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Ruin a Bad Guys Day Radio Podcast with Skip Myers. If you liked our show, please tell your friends and colleagues. You can learn more about us at ruinabadguysday.com or visit us on Twitter and Facebook at RuinABadGuysDay. Join us for another episode of Ruin a Bad Guys Day radio podcast. The information provided in Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. You should consult with legal counsel or other professionals to determine what may be best for your individual or organizational needs.